Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski outside, currently looking at clear skies, 69 degrees in Buffalo. A strike vote could be coming within days if a deal is not reached between Kaleida and unions representing over 6,000 workers. WBEN's Brayton Wilson is here with more from a picket that was held yesterday. The case against releasing the Mar-a-Lago... It was off to the sidewalks outside Buffalo General and Oshai Children's Hospitals on Thursday as healthcare workers represented by CWA Local 1168 and 1199-SEIU took part in an informational picket as contract talks continue with Kaleida Health. Workers on the picket lines called to attention a number of different issues that will hopefully be addressed in their new contract, including the declining working conditions in the hospital system due to severe understaffing, as well as the need for increased wages and safe staffing to help recruit and retain staff. Despite contract negotiations continuing, Kaleida Health workers are currently working without a contract and have been since August 1st. Well, as a member of the bargaining committee, I can tell you we are working hard to get a contract. And I can tell you that the main reason why we're out here today is for safe staffing. It's very important. And that's mainly what we're out here for is to get the community on board so they can see that we understand. We know that we need safe staffing. That was Katie Perna, registered nurse at Millard Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Bargaining is set to resume between between both sides on Friday. However, there is a looming concern of the potential of a strike to commence with a potential vote to strike coming next week. It was only months ago when healthcare workers with Catholic Health went on strike following the expiration of their contract, and it resulted in a five-week strike that turned ugly at times. Kaleida Health workers are certainly hopeful that negotiations will not sour as they did with Catholic Health workers. Here's more from Nathan Diegelman, psychologist with Oshai Children's Hospital. We're certainly bargaining in good faith and looking to bargain five days a week. The goal is to get a contract that our our members will ratify and that addresses the issues that we have. Both sides agree that there are positions that need to be added. And now the state as well, we're looking for them also to step up and be a partner in helping with that endeavor. More from Kaleida Health Workers on the picket lines is available on our website. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Brayton, thank you. Union leaders announced that they will make a decision Monday on whether or not to call for a strike authorization vote. A judge has refused to grant bail to the man accused of trying to kill Salman Rushdie as the author prepared to give a talk at the Chautauqua Institution. Hadi Matar appeared in a courtroom after a grand jury indicted him on charges that he rushed the stage, stabbed Rushdie multiple times. During the court hearing, public defender Nathaniel Barone 
asked the judge to do something to stop reporters from trying to contact Matar at the jail. The lawyer said the jail had received several hundred phone calls. The judge issuing a temporary gag order barring anyone from publicly talking about the case. If convicted of the charges, Matar faces up to 32 years in prison. Gas prices continue to fall across the nation. AAA reports the average cost for a gallon of regular is now 3.93 down a penny from yesterday, down nearly 60 cents from a month ago. The White House is taking credit for the price drop, but Republicans say the Biden administration could be doing more. Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana has called for a new Operation Warp Speed for gas prices, including getting competing agencies to the same table in order to build energy infrastructure faster. Bring them all into a room and you say, why do you oppose? Figure it out. You don't leave this room metaphorically, but you don't leave this room until you get that accomplished. We do things in parallel, not one after the other. Then we can start lowering the price even further at the pump. Locally, gas prices 4.32 a gallon. It's down from 4.41 a gallon a week ago. Town of Tonawanda police asking for the public's help in the investigation of a stabbing that happened earlier this week. At about 9.45 p.m. Wednesday night, police responded to the area of Sheridan Parkside Drive and Pile Court for a report of an assault. A 67-year-old man found with multiple stab wounds. He was taken to ECMC. Police say he's in critical condition, believed to have been walking in the area when he was attacked. The suspect, described as a 15- to 20-year-old male with small build, wearing black pants, a black hooded sweatshirt, anyone with information asked to call town of Tonawanda police. Days after Governor Kathy Hochul signed a bill authorizing municipalities to lower their maximum speed limits to 25 miles an hour, town of Lewiston Mayor Ann Welch told Channel 2 that the town will be lowering its speed limit on all roads from 30 to 25 miles an hour. The town will hold a board meeting September 6th to alert the community to the change. Lewiston would be the first area municipality to lower the speed. Pretty interesting. Wow. Uh, 25 miles an hour. Overseas in Ukraine, concerns growing over a potential nuclear disaster. New artillery strikes were reported overnight near the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the largest in Europe. Russia has controlled the power plant for months. Now Ukraine and Russia accuse each other of plotting to attack the facility. And Russia reportedly told workers to stay home today. Local volunteers tell ABC News they're secretly providing vital medicine to plant workers, including anti-radiation medicine. That is Mona Kosar Abdi reporting. Uh, there's a warning this morning for Apple device users. If you have an Apple iPhone, iPad, or Mac, you may notice that you need to update your software. Don't put it off. Charge up your device and download it now. The company suggests you do it as soon as possible, saying up-to-date software is your best defense against what it's describing as serious vulnerabilities. Apple says out-of-date software could make it easier for hackers to take complete control of the devices. Daria Albinger, ABC News. So I actually saw on our Twitter feed at WBEN uh, yesterday evening that Apple was, you know, warning about this, update your devices, security alert and everything. And I have been putting this off for forever. I used to be so good, like day of the update, I was first to go and grab yeah. it. And then, you know, I, I got a little bit away from it. It takes a while to do. Uh, last night, saw that, and boom. Did it. <laughs> Did it right away. That's good. And uh, so now I'm trying to figure out how to work this phone. 
<laughs> I mean, there's a lot of new stuff on it. Oh, right. It's been a while since I had the update. Well, I don't have anything on my phone telling me to update it, so it's, it must be already The done. latest update has been out for a while. Okay. I like, probably... my wife's phone has looked, with the same phone, hers has looked a lot different than mine for okay. many months. So this is for people like you that have been putting yes. it Yes, <laughs> definitely. So All I'm right, glad good. I got the alert from uh, WBEN. Well, this weekend, people from across the country will fly to Buffalo just to take part in a backyard game. WBEN's Max Ferry has more. Croquet, anyone? Buffalo's Croquet Club is currently hosting their annual six-wicket invitational game in Delaware Park where ranked professionals gather from all over the world, yes, world, to play this wicket fun and strategic game. This tournament is not your average backyard game. There are many distinct differences, according to president of the Buffalo Croquet Club, Bob Gannon. This is, is made, this is more like chess and pool being played at the same time on a lawn. But the backyard game is kind of just a slash and hit balls and get crazy. 30 individuals are set for the event, dressed in white, including the longtime returning champ of the event from Seattle, Washington, Tim Rapuano, who is looking to defend his title against the second-best-ranked female player in the country from St. Louis, Jody Rugart. We have people from the Virgin Islands. We have New York City, Rochester, Massachusetts, Florida, Ohio. Missouri. Concluding on Sunday, this tournament event is free to spectators. I'm Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. In this corner, from Seattle, Washington. Uh, Do they wear knickers when they play? I just just only one way to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go and see. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for mostly sunny skies today. Temperatures this afternoon in the low to mid 80s. For tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the mid 60s. On Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds, a warm day, just the slightest chance for a late day shower or thunder shower. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Showers and storms likely on Sunday with highs near 80. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. We're joined on the line by Jessica Underberg, Final weekend for the Erie County Fair coming up. Uh, Jessica, we were saying the other day, what a great stretch of weather you've had uh, all throughout the uh, last week plus for the fair. It's been really nice. And it's got to be a boon for business, right? I mean, nice weather. No one wants to go to the fair on a day where they're like, eh, it might rain. I don't really know. Let's wait for another day. Uh, you haven't had any of those. We haven't. And you know what, Brian? Actually, what hurts us more is the heat. You know, the rain isn't too bad because people will duck into buildings and things like that. We have plenty, plenty of blacktop and things to do inside. But when it's god-awful hot, nobody wants to be outside. That's a good point. But you haven't really had a ton of terribly hot days either, right? We, no, we really haven't. We really have had perfect fair weather. Well, how is attendance? Do you think it'll be back to pre-pandemic numbers when it's all done? You know, obviously, we still have a strong weekend, hopefully, to come through, but um, things are looking good. Numbers are running on target and up from the past year, so that's a good thing. Well, it's great news for the fair uh, that we're back, right? Back in full force and still another weekend to go. Um, Looking back at the past week, any events, you know, certain things that have kind of stuck out? You know, maybe there's something that um, wasn't always your must-see thing at the fair that this year just kind of caught your eye for some reason? The horse poles were back this year. That was fun to see back on our horse show rings and see the folks gathered around for that. 
Um, we had the opportunity yesterday to present an award called the Joe Smith Can Do Award that's given to a child in the livestock department that uh, faces immovable barriers. And that was that was a pretty neat thing to be able to do. Our firefighter honoree daily has been really moving, so is the um, daily flag retreat ceremony. To me, it's the little things that not everybody sits and watches. Um, that's kind of a some neat things that we do. Yeah, sounds like they're kind of moving. Uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying. What is left? Because here it is Friday morning and the fair wraps up Sunday night. What's still to come this weekend? Sure. So Gabriel Iglesias is in our grandstand tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, we have our ultimate light of destruction tomorrow night and then two demo derbies on Sunday. Um, you know, obviously all your favorite foods and things are still here. All the rides that you need to get on before they go out of town. Uh, the animal auction, F4H livestock auction, is tomorrow. Um, the pre-event starts at 2 o'clock and the bidding starts at 3. So if you're interested in putting good quality meat in your free- freezer and supporting a youth uh, in agriculture in West New York, stop on by. Um, still, you know, all the entertainment pieces that have been on the fairgrounds from the start, straight through Sunday. Now, all right, you mentioned over the weekend, Night of Destruction. What's that? Do, do I get to go to the fair and just start taking down all the rides because it's uh, uh, almost no. over? <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> the ultimate night of destruction is what we also uh, refer to as our bus demo derby. So there are figure eight races and things like that, but then full school buses uh, do their own demo derby, and it's pretty fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the demolition derby, too, hasn't that been, like, forever with the fair? Yeah. And one of the final has. pieces, too? It has, and it is one of those things where if you know somebody that has a car in the Derby, you come, you watch. It's a really great community um, sport. Well, you have to watch if you know somebody there. Uh, you mentioned uh, the crowds are good. Everyone's uh, you know coming back to the fair maybe for the first time in a few years. It's yeah. awesome to see. You've had uh, the weather for it. I, I mean, what are the plans now going forward? Uh, are you out of this age of uncertainty i don't you know i don't think so and i'm not sure when that really ends you know and silly things that probably people didn't notice or didn't see but the cheesecake guy wasn't with us this year because he couldn't find enough cream cheese to support our demand Um, there's a shortage right now on oreos in bulk packaging so a deep fried oreo might be harder to get so we're not totally out of that kind of stuff, um, but we've already started planning for 2023. I started a list for that for next year's fair before we even opened this year's fair. Just always tweaking things and trying to make it better and adding different things. We've already put some offers in in our grandstand for next year. So things are things happen a lot sooner than they used to. It's interesting about the how supply shortages have have hit the fair. Have you found too like vendors maybe? vendors that you've always had at the fair couldn't come this year because they didn't have something there have been a a, a, you know a handful of that you know whether it's they couldn't get staffing or they couldn't get their product but just a handful not as many obviously as last year all right well that's good to know um (laughs) that uh, that can happen but i the oreos are gone for deep-fried Oreos, I mean, you're giving me a heart attack here. I would have expected the deep-fried Oreo to do that, but here you are with this news. Yes. Well, they're, they're here, but they are harder and harder for our vendors to find. What they used to be able to do is just place their order and, let's just say, get 20 dro- cases dropped. 
now maybe they get five cases dropped and they have to hunt for the other 15. It takes a lot more effort to get those other 15 cases, if they can even get the 15 cases. Boy, that is, uh, that's a real story there. Yeah. Uh, it, does, the, does the planning start right away for next yeah. year? Yes. Like I said, Susan, I, I already started a list for next year of things we need to cover. Um, sometime between now and about the 15th of September, our board and staff will sit down together and review this year's fair, what we liked, what we didn't like, what went well, what didn't go well, and just start what we call hashing it out. You get a vacation at all? Not always. (laughs) I am going to take some time and go visit the Kansas State Fair, a fair in Iowa, the Oklahoma State Fair, and then incorporate a trip to see my daughter who just went to college just before the fair to Oklahoma. Well, hey, pretty cool. Uh, Remind everyone once again, hours over the weekend, when can they stop by? Gates open at 11 and close at 10. Stop by. Parking is free. Admission is $13.50 online or $15 at the gate with a credit card. Jessica, thanks so much. Thank you. Have Jessica, a great day. You too. Jessica Underberg, CEO of the Erie County Fair. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 